no spouse, no kids, no respect. Does that sound familiar? Are you single and don't give a single fuck what people think about that? Enter into a truly rewarding relationship with someone who fits like a glove, you. This is a day in the life of happily single. Today, I am going to touch on a touchy subject, singles discrimination. I can see some people out there rolling your eyes, going, Brooke, that's not a real thing. Welcome to Day in the Life of Happily Single. I am your happily single host, Brooke Bevan. You get to do what you want, when you want. Don't have to clear it with anybody. Yeah, there's some good perks to being single, but there are some issues that people aren't aware of that actually need to be addressed. The ones I'm going to talk about today are discrimination in the workplace, in the governments, and in society. I'm actually going to start with the workplace because this is the one I've personally have experienced. I'm going to start with a story. Tell me if this doesn't sound like something you've experienced as a single person. For the people out there who are listening who are married and have families, maybe you need to take a look at your workplaces after this and see if you see this. I am in a workplace. And there are four of us. I am the only one who is single. The rest are either in a relationship or married with kids. We have work partners and my work partner is married and has two kids. We work shifts. I work at 6 a.m. She would end up working at 11. The other team would work the opposite days that we would work. We wouldn't see them. But my work partner, again, married with kids, missed a lot of work. Her kid was sick. She had to go deal with stuff at the school. She had doctor's appointments. She had all this stuff that would take her away from work for her children. Or her and her husband would be fighting and she wouldn't come to work because they were fighting. Or she would even come to work and they were fighting. What would end up happening is I would end up having to do her job and my job to get all the work done or I would have to work late, or I would have to cover her shift and my shift because her kids took priority. And because I was a single person, I was expected to pick up the slack. Doesn't sound very fair. I'm actually going to give you even a better example. A few years back, I decided to take a trip to Toronto for a week, you know, just a holiday, do some stuff out there and just enjoy my life. The day that I was supposed to get back, I was actually supposed to have an opening shift at work. I was actually supposed to be work at 6 a.m. I knew if, let's say, the plane was late or something happened, I was going to be tired anyway. I actually asked my workmate to switch me shifts. So I would come in for her later shift and she would come in for my early shift. Made the arrangements weeks and weeks in advance. So everything was good. I went on my holiday. Everything was great. On the way back, my plane was really late coming back. We were stuck on the tarmac for three extra hours. By the time I got home, it was, I think, 7 a.m. And I get a call at quarter to eight asking that I come into work because my coworker didn't show up for work. So I shower, I get to work. I am super pissed by this time because I made arrangements so this wouldn't happen. For my shift and her shift, she never showed up never called in, never told anybody. I was rightfully pissed. And I told my boss, so this was unfair. This wasn't fair. Why should I be getting called in at all? Because she can't be bothered to call in 
or not show up. So the next day we again have a shift. I show up for my 6am shift and she walks in the door at 11, like nothing's happened. And the boss goes and, oh, let's have a talk in the office and ends up asking, why did you not show up for work yesterday? Oh, my kid was sick and I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Brooke would cover for me. Brooke didn't cover, want to cover for you because Brooke just wanted to come home and have a rest before coming into work. No disciplinary action whatsoever. But I got shit for being pissed. So that's one of the discriminations that I've had. I had to do so much extra work because she was never there. But the excuse I always got from my boss was, oh, she has kids, so it's to be expected. And it wasn't fair. I was so happy to leave that job after because who wants to work two people's worth of work while the other person gets all the benefits? That was the end of me actually working for anyone corporate after that. I ended up becoming an entrepreneur because I was just done. That's just one example of workplace discrimination for single people. It's really disheartening because we're seeing that people who are married with kids are getting a lot more perks in the workplace, in their health benefits, in their work-life balance, being able to take time off for their kids with no penalty. As a single person, if you wanted to take time off, you get questioned a lot. Oh, what do you do? You, it's not like you have kids to worry about. It's like your priorities aren't as important as someone who has children or who is married. Uh, there was a lot of times where I ended up working the extra hours, like the weekends, the holidays, because all my coworkers were married with kids. They automatically assumed I didn't want to spend the holidays with my family. And that really sucked. I spent a lot of years not having to go home for a lot of holidays. I was able to press Christmas and that was pretty much it. It really sucked. Even wanting time off, I would get, oh, but we might need you because this or that. And it just really sucked. And then you would also have these big family events that through corporates that it's really uncomfortable to go to as a single person with all these people who are married with kids. And then they're going, oh, you didn't want to come? Why not? It's not my idea of a really good time is to hang out with someone else's kids, like truly. But yeah, we're seeing a, it's not even thought of your human resources. Don't even consider giving any perks to the people who are single. Everything is made for the people who are married with kids. I know that they spent a lot of years to get those perks. I don't want them to take perks away from people who are married with kids. I just want you to give some perks to those people who aren't married with kids. Give them the same benefit. Oh, get 10 extra hours a month to go take care of the children's stuff. Maybe you should give 10 extra hours, no questions asked to your single person to give them some perks. Come on, think of that. It's we're treated as second-class citizens at the workplace. And it really sucks. I'm really hoping that changes and we get to start opening some eyes that this stuff is happening. The other one I was wanting to talk about was like in government, people are like, but government programs happen for everybody. No, they don't. As a single, no kid girl, I can tell you there are no tax breaks for me. The only tax breaks I get is as a business. But other than that, there's no tax breaks. None. There's nothing out there. When you think like a married couple, if one of those people decide not to work, 
you can split their income between the two of them. So they're paying less tax. If they have kids, there's usually a child tax that they're getting a whole bunch of money back. They get all this funding for programs. As a single person, we don't get any of that. Nobody looks at that. And we pay full price for everything. It gets really frustrating when I see people getting a huge amount of tax breaks and I, I get nothing. And people are like, oh, stop your bitching. I am going to bitch. I pay my share, thank you, more than most. It gets a little condescending sometimes because I work really hard for my money. But unlike a married couple, I don't get to split my expenses with somebody else. I have to pay all my own housing. I have to pay all my own utilities. I have to pay all my own food bills, my insurances, all that stuff I'm paying as an individual. But as a married couple, you get to split the cost of living. You get to split the cost of like groceries and utilities. That's split 50-50. If I want to be able to afford to live, I have to either make a huge amount of money and be able to live by myself, or I have to find a roommate situation. And just to give you an idea of discrimination here, in the live in the city that I'm living in, I had to move in with a male that I met for less than an hour to be able to afford to live in this city. Isn't that a little bit mind-blowing? You see all these programs out there, especially housing from government, for people who are disabled, for those single parents, low-income families, those with addictions. But there's absolutely no programs out there for single people to help cover costs. There's nothing. I tried to bring it up once in a meeting and I got told, oh, there's plenty of living arrangements out there for single people. You just have to get a roommate. Again, you're asking us to move in with strangers to be able to live in the city. How is that fair? How is that safe? I'm very lucky. I'm a great judge of character and my roommate is fantastic. I will put that out there. I have a fantastic roommate but I would not have the opportunity I have any other way. Like I had to move in with a strange guy in order to live. Again, not fair. A couple of years ago, they had made available to families food discount programs. You pay this much and you get to pick up all these groceries. As a single person, I couldn't apply for that because I wasn't a family. I could have used help with the groceries at that time because things were really tough. But we're seeing a lot of that where the single people aren't even registering on these government programs' minds. We're just not even a thought. There's a lot of single people who are struggling out there who need help. If you look at most single people, they are under the working poverty line. But because they're single, they don't qualify for any programs because they're not a family or not married. I would really like to see that change. I would love our governments to consider these people, consider myself, because it really sucked when I was really struggling. I was lucky I had a really good family. And I had really good friends and I got through that way. But just the thought that the government doesn't even think of us, we're not even a thought, no afterthought even, like nothing. I'd love to see that change. Discrimination in society. Who ends up usually taking care of elderly parents? The single child in the family, the one who's not married. Talk about putting an extra burden on somebody I know a lady, she was older, her, her, all her siblings were married with kids and she, she was single. 
but because her siblings had families of their own, she was actually expected to take care of her father. And financially, she couldn't do it. She had to take a ton of time off work to take him to his medical appointments and all this. She actually had to, in the end, put him as a dependent just to be able to get the time off work and the healthcare costs. It was a huge burden. She had no life. And that really sucks. Like, why does her siblings get to go out and have a life? And she doesn't. It drove me nuts. It really made me think about preparing for the future of how, like with my own family, who's going to take care of my parents? I, I said straight out, it's not going to be me. Truly, my siblings and I, we had to sit down and go, what are we doing? Are my parents going to go live with one of them? Or are they going to live in a home? What are we going to do? And that's a private conversation, but it was a conversation we actually had to have because I am not going to tie the elder years of my life to looking after my parents and not having a life. I don't care if you guys say that as selfish. I really don't because why do my siblings get to be selfish and enjoy their life and not help with the, the parents and I have to give up everything? No, that's not going to happen. We're seeing a lot of discrimination in certain areas that people just aren't thinking of. It's really heartbreaking because we're asked to give and give and give and not to be selfish, but everyone's selfish. I, I'm trying to break the stereotype that being selfish is bad. Everyone makes selfish decisions, but I think everyone needs to stop and think. Discrimination in any form is bad, like across the board for the racism, the sexism, the sexual orientation. There is a real serious discrimination for those who are not married people who aren't getting anything. I would just like to see some equalization there. I don't want you to take anything away from families and married people. I don't. I just want to get our fair share and to be treated equally. That's all I want across the board. Just to give you an idea, I've been reading a lot of articles online and some of them are older. This one says like singles backlash. It was in 1996 where this one woman had to make up a fake family at her new job so that she can get fair treatment. Who should have to do that? And another one where 2007, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, where two single straight firefighters go into a domestic partnership just to get the tax benefits. Like this stuff is like insane. Or even knowing that there's a word for discrimination of single people, it's called singleism. The big part of all of this is financially and work-life balance. Why are we not allowed to have these when every married person with kid gets it? We just want our fair share. The other one, the dark side of being single. This is from Psychology Today. Discrimination's in the legal code, but it doesn't seem to apply to single people. How insane is that? Singles are being discriminated against and it's not okay. This is another one. This one's from 2019. And the price of being single. This one was from 2015. I've even found like research. Let's see what this one says. This one's from 2017. So nothing really new is being talked about, but like even in this pandemic, single people really took a hit. When the first the pandemic first happened, 
they're like, oh, you can only get in contact with people within your household. Other than my roommate, that meant I couldn't go near to my parents' house. I couldn't go to my siblings' house. I couldn't go to my friend's house. Like that becomes a very lonely existence when it's just you. They had to change the rules somewhere to, to say, oh, now you can go to your parents' place. They had to change that rule. It was ridiculous. But again, single people are the ones asking just for fair treatment, but make sacrifices a lot. I would love to hear your guys' stories, like the other single people out there. What discrimination have you faced? That's one I'd really like to know, because I know my own experiences, and it sucked. And then to be treated even worse after when you bring it up. I would like to know. And from the people who are in relationships, who are with kids, have you seen singles discrimination in your workplaces or around in your life? If you have, I would like to hear it. If you haven't, maybe you need to start looking because we don't want you guys to lose anything. We just want our fair shake. I'm going to end it out on that because I could talk about these topics forever. I will tag some of these articles in the blog post if you guys want to check them out. But yeah, maybe it's time for some advocacy so that we can open people's eyes to how we are treated. Again, we just want to be treated the same as everybody else. We want some perks and benefits because right now we don't have any at all. You guys have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode of Day in the Life of Happily Single. Even though she's happily single, Brooke is also happily aware of all her listeners. Thank you for tuning in. And if you have a subject or question you would like to hear talked about on the show, please comment below. Stay safe, stay sassy, stay single, and stay tuned in to more episodes of A Day in the Life of Happily Single. 